Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The creators of Wagertainment. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you bets. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Welcome into You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. DJ Glasser alongside Ken Barkley. I'm filling in for Nick Costos today, who will be back tomorrow. It's going to be a fun next four hours here on the BetQL Network. You can watch us over on twitch.tv slash BetQL. We'll also be on YouTube backslash Odyssey Sports. You can listen to us on Sirius Channel 160 and Sirius XM 205. We are going to talk a lot of college basketball today. We're going to do some locketology. Ken has created a bracket. I am extremely excited. We're going to break down all these hypothetical matchups. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Isaac Trotter is going to join us for some college hoops talk as well at 4 p.m. And then our guy, Alex Christensen Noops, is going to talk to us at 5 p.m. So it's going to be a fun show. Ken, great to see us. Haven't seen you since uh, we got back from from Vegas. How you right. been? How was your uh, How was your vacation? All good? It was good. Yeah. The, yeah. The week off was, uh, I feel re- recharged and, uh, it's been a weird week with like no NBA going on. And we, we did a lot on this yesterday show. Just when you come off football season and you go into this week, it's just like night and day in terms of how much is going on. And, and you're, you're a bigger college basketball person than I am. So for me, like I've had to really start grinding to get back into this thing, like starting from a knowledge base of zero, Really, I mean, I, I knowledge base of like the you know last year and the year before is really high, but like anything that's happened this year is is zero, and so trying to like learn and watch, but really learn about who the teams are and like oh like they they are that and like that's how they started and they have this injury or like even some of the coaches still I'm like wait that guy's like the fact that Chris Beard coaches a college basketball team surprised, surprised me 10 different times over the last month. Cause I always forget. And then I'm reminded of it again, just there's stuff that like you just forget or you never knew to begin with. And, uh, and so, yeah, even just the last few days I've kind of been getting up to, uh, getting up to speed on like, who is, who is where, and therefore like, is, does that make me want to make a bet or not? And so I, I ended up watching the games PJ last night, the set, like the Virginia, Virginia tech game, I would say I watched it like it was on the television while I was eating my dinner and while I was on the phone, but it was, I would not, I would not say I watched it because it was a pretty terrible basketball game, but I, yeah. uh, I did watch a lot of Houston, Iowa state, which I guess was entertaining in like an energy way, but like a defensive grind fest of a game for a lot of it. Uh, you know, especially the first half, but I, I've, I've kind of started watching it. So I, how did your, uh, how did your night last night go with the games? And I'm sure you watched everything that was going on. Yeah, I did. I was uh, I was hosting BetMGM tonight with Ryan Horvat, so it was oh, interesting the way night. the nights. 
Yeah, yeah, live betting. So we had Kyle Bush in the Daytona 500. So that in itself was like try, trying to understand like how the stage is working. Yeah. And then there was like a big crash and we were trying to figure out while we were like interviewing somebody, we were in the chat making sure that like he avoided it. Obviously he didn't win. So that bet uh, went out the window. And then I had the under in uh, Iowa State, Texas or oh. Iowa State, Houston, excuse me. So that was fun. When they went like yeah. twelve for nineteen from three point range in the second half, and that went over the total. How so many points were scored in the second half? It was like ninety, right? It was like yeah, a crazy it was, amount. Some really, it was a ton. Amount. Yeah, it was yeah. a ton. At at one point, the live total was like one eighteen and a half, and I got the total like one thirty one and a half, and then it ends up going over that. Um, and then I had Texas uh, minus the eight and a half against Kansas State, and K State lost by six. Both of those big yeah. 12 games last night, Ken, like came down right to the wire with the spread. Iowa State hit that free throw at the end to cover the eight and a half. And then Kansas State and Texas were like hovering around the number for the final couple of minutes. So, I mean, that's that's college basketball. That's that's just what makes it tough. Like those swings at the end, the free throws, the three pointers. It was it was probably a good night just to like not bet unless you had Virginia Tech, because that was like you said, that was not a good yeah. game and uh, they just blowed them out. But Tonight is going to be a good slate. I know I know we'll get to our picks uh, at the end of the yeah, show, sure. but uh, yeah, some some good games. When do you really start like locking in to college basketball? What do you say? Like, obviously, we got football, and then kind of how much of a period would you say you give yourself when football ends, and then you start really diving into college basketball? Uh, I think it's changed a lot, honestly. And uh, I I had Virginia Tech last night, so I that was good. And I, I I am betting pennies on these games versus like the other stuff that i do because again like i'm just it's like i'm the guy showing up and everybody already knows everything i'm like what's going on guys basketball yeah this is great like tell me tell me about these teams and so like the idea that i'm making like an informed educated bet doesn't feel like it right now um at the same time i had Vodtech and k-state so i like won both of these really so i just like just got very lucky probably i probably probably don't really know what i'm doing and uh it's changed though. Like when I, I, I used to PJ, I used to be you really in, in some ways. Like I, I, this used to be my thing. And like when I worked at ESPN for a long time, I feel like I used to mention every five seconds, but I probably don't mention it as much now. Uh, you know, you, you would work in an environment. So, you know, I would work nights and, uh, you know, on Van Pelt sports center or other shows before that. And you would have access to just these like walls of televisions where you would sit and work. I mean, this is everybody right now wants like, all right, not even once probably has built some kind of like man cave, right? This was, this is like a phenomenon of the last like 10 to 20 years. Everybody's got their spot with like four TVs and they've got all the games on and you tweet a picture of where you watch the games. And it's like, everybody wants that environment. Well, like I had it as my job where I would just have like 19 screens in front of me and, and every game coming in via satellite and, and you could watch everything. So when you have that kind of access and this happened to me like in the 2010s, when you have that kind of access, like, and you can watch everything and consume everything and it's easy, man, I was watching every college basketball. I just, I, I knew so much because I just, I'm like a visual learner. Once I've, if I've seen a game, I can recall it really, really, really well. But if it like, you know, a game before I was born, even if I've read about it, I won't remember it very well. But if I, if I've seen it like actually with my eyes, then it's just, it's in my brain and I can recall like plays and shots and and everything that happened the telecast who called the game and uh and so i i was that was me like for a decade of just like consuming 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 and so i would be i would get so into it so the answer to your question would be like you know november 8th or whenever the first 
Zelda games was like I you know it's like Midnight Madness and then you know you have, they used to do the 24 hours of college basketball on ESPN oh, that used to be like a huge that. initiative I was, I'm sure that was your jam Hawaii 4 a.m. Ken that, five, that was that Hawaii 5a or like the the, the whatever the colonial like 7a I had a friend that went to like Ryder played at 7 a.m. on the 24 hours and he like went because he had just gotten yep. out of work and I was like you're nuts and then I watched the game so yeah you, you used to be on the 24 hours Oh, that was Hawaii at 4 a.m. It'd usually be like a New Jersey school at like 6 a.m. that would play. Absolutely. You know, you're in school and like you wake up, you're waiting for the bus and like you have college basketball on and then you're at lunch and you got, it was, it was the best. I don't know why they've gotten away from that, but uh, loved the 24 hours. That was fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, so it's like, all right, well, like, did you used to know a lot about the sport? I, I used to feel like I knew everything about the sport, just and not like the, you know, the crystal ball, like I can tell you who's going to win because like betting, it's much different, but just, you know, the history of each team through their season, every game that they played, what happened in the game, uh, you know, just like basic analysis type stuff. Yeah. Cause I would have to like produce highlight content for those games, video content for those games for, for sports center. And so you just, yeah, you know, it would all, it would all come into the brain and then, you know, whatever. So we'd, whatever would come out would be, here's what we should show on the show that night. And once I, once I left, it's just your access goes down or it's more difficult, right? Like, yeah, I mean, we have ESPN plus you can watch a million games, but like I, I don't have six TVs in one room. I actually have three in this room, which was a lot a while ago and is now like nothing versus what other people have. But you still like it's work like to get them to consume everything and get it going at the same time. And it's and I remember this used to be my job. Like I used to work at night getting paid to do this. Now, like if I have this job and it's nighttime, I'm not getting paid to watch college basketball and I could do anything else. Like I could play with my kids. I could like hang out with my wife. And so the incentive just isn't there. And so every single year since I feel like I didn't work there anymore, the amount that I consume has just gone down and down and down and down and down where, um, you know, like I just watch less in the regular season, but I, the one thing that you and I still share, and it's why I'm so happy that you're hosting today. And we're going to do a couple more shows. I think as, uh, as we get closer to St. Patrick's day, which is selection Sunday, you and I both just share like an incredible love of the NCAA tournament. It's still probably my favorite sporting event. It's my favorite sporting event. And I don't even watch the regular season games anymore. And it's still my favorite sporting. It's just, I'll watch a ton of championship week. I'll learn a ton about the teams. I've already done that a lot this year. And it's just that, that vibe, the selection Sunday and the show, the CBS music, the first game on Thursday at noon, like these Mm -hmm. landmark things where you just in your brain, there's like a dopamine rush when you hear these like certain triggers, right? And it's just, and they're just the best. I mean, it's just the best. And we're close to another one. So even though I don't watch a lot anymore, don't don't prep a lot anymore, uh, you and I definitely still share a brain in terms of the tournament. Ken, all my friends know if they uh, want to get married in March, they can do that. I just won't attend. So that's that's on them. <laughs> right. if, if, you well, know what I mean? On like, Wednesday. That's yeah, fine. Get married I, on a Wednesday night. Yeah, they certainly there. could. But uh, that's the joke with me and all my friends. They know if they, if they want to get married in March, then, you know, I hope they have a great life together, but probably not going to be there. I'm so with you, though. I mean, Selection Sunday, the first two days of the tournament, there's nothing better. So I'm interested. Like, obviously, you don't watch as much college hoops regular season yeah. as you did when you kind of dive back into it like are there are there certain things like immediately that you kind of look for to kind of get a read on like some of these teams like do you go to Ken Palm right away or do you kind of like look at your rankings right away and see how these teams maybe how their spreads have differed throughout the year like what are some of the things that you kind of get yourself started when you get back into college hoops 
It's a it's a great question, and uh, and it's and that's changed too, right? Because if you watch less, then you you got to do more legwork to to get up to speed. You gotta you gotta get kind of more more well read on the subject if you're not going to watch as many games. And you know, you you and I talked about this a little off air. Like I uh, I have a really 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 healthy respect for history in sporting events and specifically who wins the championship title, whatever you want to call it in every league, every sport. I just, I really, really try to like anchor myself, honestly, in what has come before and what we can learn from it. And then cool. Like what, what's different, like rule changes, you know, NIL in college, for example, is probably going to mess up a bunch of stuff like historically that would have been true, especially with like the college football playoff expanding. That'll be a big change that you'll have to account for when you bet that sport next year. But I just I really I, I often feel like we ignore history uh, every year in every sporting event for who's going to win the title at our own peril. When we make bets, we get too wrapped up in something maybe uh, in the NFL we got really wrapped up in that the Niners and the Ravens were great regular season teams, and we ignored at our own peril the history of how Patrick Mahomes has played in the playoffs. Um, you know, maybe not a perfect example there, but something like that that I think makes sense. Um, you know, we ignore uh, – We I think, honestly, we, we put too much emphasis on some things that happen in the regular season, and we ignore that in basically every sport the postseason works differently. And in college basketball, it's no different. I mean, it's really not different. You can – there are teams – uh, and we'll talk about some of them. And I, not to get into detail here, I would say Houston would be a team that would be pretty interesting when viewed through this prism of uh, one of the great regular season college basketball teams of the decade. And uh, and yet one Final Four appearance, and we can talk about how they got there, uh, and no other Final Four appearances to show for it, and some pretty stunning exits, actually, when you kind of go back and look at it and how it happened. Um you know, like, okay, is, is that illustrate the difference between the regular season and the postseason? So to answer your question, um, the first thing I do is I actually look at who was really good last year, which maybe people think like that's really dumb. Like, why wouldn't you just look at this year? I, uh, I in basically every sport that I've looked at in every league, um, the previous year's results are extremely impactful and predictive and winning a title in every single sport whether you got 18 year olds or 35 year olds or whatever is uh, no matter what the rules are in your sport, like it's usually some kind of an arc, it's some kind of a trajectory that leads to winning. And that starts multiple years before in some sports, it starts two years before it starts the year before whatever, every sport it's different, but it's usually like an arc. And, uh, and in college basketball, it's no different. The one you and I have talked about this offline a little bit, but the, the one thing I'll say is one thing that always holds true and it makes a lot of sense is you never get worse than you were the year before and then win the title. It never, it, it's never happened. Um, every team that's won college basketball in modern history, really, uh, maybe even since tournament expansion, is a better version than they were the year before. And so, you know, if you were the fifth best team and then this year you're the eighth best team, you're worse. And using historical parameters, you will not win. And that's a pretty small margin, obviously, fifth and eighth. But I think people get the idea. It's just it holds true all the time. And it speaks to that trajectory. Like, you know, UConn last year was tournament team. And then they were a five seed tournament team. And then they were a monster. And then they won. And this year, they're a bigger monster, which is really scary. Um, so I think just like a couple examples of some things that I think will be interesting as we go through the show. 
And I think it's something that you've really opened my eyes to. You know, I think when people think about March Madness, they just think of the randomness of it all. And they really don't think that you can kind of use any like historical data or any trends or, you know, any kind of numbers game to help you. But you certainly can. And we're going to get into some of that. We're going to kick things off with Lockatology coming up. D-Gen Corner, Purdue, a number one seed. What could go wrong? We'll break that down. PJ Glasser, Ken Barkley. You better, you bet. Presented by BetMGM. We'll be right back with You Better, You Bet. Presented by BetMGM. <laughs> On the BetQL Network. 